Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Today I want to talk to you about this. If you're going to be a person of honor, you are going to have to honor God's word. Write that down. Write that down. If you're going to be a person of honor, you're going to have to honor God's word. You know what the cute thing about honoring God's word is? Is this. Well, I honor it when it's comfortable, but I don't know if I'm going to honor it when it's uncomfortable. You do not get the exemption form of when it's comfortable or not comfortable that you have to honor it. Honoring God's word means you're 100% in all the time, every time. Let's look at Romans 13, 1 King James. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the law of subjection, and then we're going to get in this thing. Okay? Look at this. It says, let every soul, by God in heaven. Now listen. I'm not preaching because we're walking in days and times and spots like that and all that stuff. Church better wake up. We should be more, we should be more responsible with what the word of God says. We're living in a day and an hour where no one really cares what God said and they want to believe what they want to believe. I don't think a lot of people, me and you know, are really doing what God's asked sometimes because we want what's popular by opinion. I think we should get, I think what I'm saying is this. I think we should find out what God wants and then just do what God wants. You know what I'm saying? We're getting ready. You know, you got all this election year stuff. You got all this, well, I'm going to pick my favorite person. You're out of your mind. Pick your favorite person. You better pick the Bible and put the Bible in your mouth because you're accountable to the word of God, not man. I don't understand any of this stuff. But I'm not going to get in that because the morning I got into it a little bit. Let me explain something to you why it's so important. You need to be a Bible believer all the way even when it's not, well, it's not comfortable. Well, guess what? It's going to be uncomfortable. It's called submission. Remember, submission it begins where agreement ends. So when agreement's over, submission kicks in. Does that make sense? So when we agree, that's the problem we got right now. When we agree... Everybody's cool. Once agreement's over, now they got fighting. Now that's when submission kicks in. Most people don't want to do that. They just want to. So you got to understand something about God. God has kingdom order, okay? It's a kingdom order. There's an order in the kingdom or kingdom authority the way God wants. Then God's got this. This is really cute too. He's got church order. There's order in the church how things are supposed to go. Then he's got house order. Is that okay? Does that make sense? You got order in your house. Well, you know, say, well, I married a ding-dong. Well, what do you want from me? Should have checked them out before you got them. Now you got them. You got to live with them. I'm being honest, guys. Well, I ain't, I ain't listening to him. He ain't. No, 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 no. You get the house order out of whack, you're going to get the blessing all jerked up. I'm telling you now, you better listen to me. It's a problem. And you got kids. Authority that comes up, when authority comes up, from an insubordinate, per se, in the order, it's rebellion. All the time, every time, no doubt about it. It's the bottom line. Because order's been placed. So you got to be real careful. That's why we, got, we, get, we get weird with this thing and say, well, you know, everybody's opinion matters. Yeah, to a degree, yes. But how it's presented, it means more sometimes than what's being said. Because if you don't do it right, God refuses it. See, I told him in the morning service, see, here's the thing. Like, when you, get in, when you get in governmental order, this is what a lot of that's about. Okay? Now, when you see this thing, you got to see this, and let's just, let's just read it. We'll read it. Okay? Now, don't, get, don't go getting all, you know, I can't hear you because you ain't telling me what I want to hear. No, you need to be open to the word of God, and then place it in your heart, and then go your merry way. I'm okay with what you want to do, but I'm not going to not tell you the truth because I know the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. So here's the truth. 
Let every soul be subject unto higher powers, for there is no power but of God. So all the powers that be came from God. That's what the Bible says. Did you see it? Maybe leave one up there just for a minute. Let me really sink in. The powers that be are ordained of God. So if it's here in authority, it was placed by God, whether you like it or not. It's good authority, bad authority. I don't know authority. Bottom line, is says you're learning from all of it. You know what I mean? You do. This is the bottom line. Look at verse 2. Here we go. Now watch this as we go because it's really important. Whosoever therefore resists the power resists the ordinance of God. So if you start pushing against what God's put in authority, you're going to have the problem, not God. Here's the scary part. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Now you need to read that real slow and get that in your head because there ain't no way around it. You understand it? I obey God. I love Jesus. Yeah, well, then there's your list. That's what we got to do. Look, man, my feelings are out the door. Your feelings need to get out the door. Everybody better stop living out of what they feel. That's what the Bible says about honor. If you want to honor God, you got to honor God all the way in. God don't take honor like this. Remember I told you, this is why you got to come to church or you got to watch those videos. Noah's boys thought it was smart. Daddy's drunk in the tent. Hem, Shem, and Jape think it's a great idea, right? Hem like, oh, daddy naked like a jaybird. He naked like a jaybird. Let's go in there and make fun of him. Ha, 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 funny, funny. And them two boys walked in backwards with a sheet and covered his nakedness. Noah got up in the morning and said, because of your dishonor, you're cursed for the rest of your life. And it didn't change to this day and hour. God takes honor seriously. Oh, you don't like that one? Moses wakes up one day, and he's got these ideas, and they go, oh, Moses, what does he know? Doesn't God, the children of Israel said what? Chorus said this. He said, doesn't God speak to us like he speaks to Moses? Moses said, oh, okay, you know what? I'm going to go seek the Lord and come back tomorrow. And the ground swallowed him up. God doesn't play with this stuff. And this way, well, because Christianity's been dumbed down. Did you get what I just said? They dumbed it down. Because here's the problem with it. You got to dumb it down if you can't live up to the standard of it. See, leaders, this is why, this is why you become really dangerous when you really get to a place of obedience. Because you got to dumb it down if you can't live it. Oh, Pastor Chris, why is it so hard to me? Why is it so hard? Because you dumb it down if you can't live it at the level that you hear it. But there ain't no dumbing it down when you're doing it. Why don't you dumb it down? Because I'm not dumb. Dumb it down a little bit. Soften it up a little bit. No, why don't we raise up and rise up to it? Why don't we, why don't we, why don't we talk like we're supposed to talk? Half these people talking should shut up. They don't know what they're talking about, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because the Bible is different than man's opinion. You understand what I'm saying? Is he talking, figure out, figure out on the ride home what I'm talking about. Just know this. I don't have to dumb it down. Why don't you have to dumb it down? Because I'm living up to the level of it. See, compromisers don't like this. They're like compromise. I didn't come here, I didn't come here to be cute. I come here to be anointed. Oh, tell me what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you want to hear what the Bible says. Look at this. Keep going. It'll be good. Where so, therefore, look at this. For rulers are not, look at verse 2. Go back to verse 2. Just make sure you want to get this. They bring damnation upon themselves. Who does? Them that rise up against the authorities that be. Is that, is that what you read? Yeah, well, this is order. 
You go in the house, you want to start acting weird in the house, God put order in the house, God put order in the church, God put order in the government, God put order in the world. And the only people that don't like order are the disorderable. Watch, watch verse three. Keep going. I know you're gonna love me when it's all done. For rulers are not a terror to them of good works, but to evil. So I say, this ain't no problem for people that got good attitude and good works. The only people freaking out about, uh, 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 the only people that got a problem with authority are the rebellious. Does that make sense? It's rebellious. I don't want to do it like this. Then you're rebelling somewhere. But this is not just the government. This is the grocery store. This is driving down the street. This is anywhere in life. I don't want, why I got to do it like that? You know, you got somebody like that. You might be that person. You need to change. You understand? All my military guys, you know what I'm talking about, man. You get military, they understand this stuff. You ain't got to talk like this. They're like, he talked, we did. She talked, we did. You look at badges and stripes, and you don't get this opinion. It's not really, it's not real hard. I had an admiral in the Navy. The guy still carries the weight. He ain't even registered no more. He don't expect to tell you something twice. And he, he, he like you preacher, but he ain't talking more than once. It's amazing. Understanding authority, understanding role and responsibility. So when you read this, look what it said here. Look, it said, if you, got, if you got something messed up in your heart, you better fix it. Will thou then be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and you shall have praise of the same. But if you don't do what's good, you're going to have a problem. Look at verse 4. Watch this. This is the Bible. For he is the minister of good for them that do good. But if thou does what's evil, you better be afraid, because he doesn't bear the sword in vain. That's correction. For he is the minister of good, a revenger to execute wrath upon them that do evil. He said it's evil. Did you read that? Didn't he say it's evil to push against this? Hello? I'm reading the Bible. I'm not getting a lot of amens, but it's okay. Five. Wherefore, you must needs be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. He said, it does your conscience right if you follow the order. Did you pull that in? So here we go. Write this down. This is going to help you. Point number one. I'm going to give you a couple points. I know you're going to love every minute of them. The benefits of being a person of honor are this. Remember this and don't forget it. Honor, honor becomes a lifestyle that brings change to you. Let's just say this. You got to honor the word of God. Write it any way you want. The benefit of being a person of honor is this. That I am going to what? Be honorable to the word of God. First and foremost, are we honoring the word of God or are we honoring our opinion? Are we honoring the word of God or are we honoring what we want to honor? Are we exempting ourselves? To honor means to what? To, he- to basically to esteem, to place value on. Here we go. Ready? Lack of honor. Write this down. Lack of honor is a sign of ignorance and pride. A lack of honor is a sign of ignorance and pride or not knowing. Amen? Does that make sense? If you're not honorable, you either don't know or you choose not to. Amen? You don't want to have either one of those going for you. Look what it says in 1 Peter 5 and 5. It says, God has called us to be subject to one another in love. Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves to the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another. Be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud but gives grace unto the humble. There, this, watch this. This is an attitude of the heart. Everybody say that. It's an at, this is. Honor is an attitude of the heart. You understand that? It's an attitude of the heart. You can be walking with your mouth, but not be honorable at all. It is an attitude of the heart. 
Actions alone do not constitute submission. Actions alone do not constitute submission. You could be doing something and not be believing it, and your heart be a million miles away. Jesus said this, what your mouth, your clothes, but with your heart, you're miles away. Just because you're doing something in action doesn't mean you're doing it with your heart. God wants your heart. He told him in the Bible. He said, your mouth is right here, but your heart ain't there. He called them white. He used to get on them all the time. Why did he get on them? Because they're an attitude of the heart. Actions alone do not produce submission. We, we could be performing all the right deeds, but if our heart is rebellious or if we think bitter thoughts towards whoever in areas of order and honor, how can we say we're truly submitted? You go to work, ah, this company stinks. Bunch of jerks. You better lose it. And you ain't going to get no promotion. Get, I told you, go get a new job. People in here, literally, during this series, got a new job. Somebody came to me and said, I could not work. And I'm not, don't quit your job until you get a new job. Some of you wear me out. Get a new job. Tell God, I'm telling you how you do this. I don't understand you. I quit. Why'd you quit? You stop. Tell God, listen. I could, somebody came to me. I could not stay in the company I was in. They were doing stuff that wasn't right, wasn't proper. It was really wrong. It grieved my heart. I prayed about it. I got a new company. I said, praise be to God. God will do it for you too. She's telling God, I want to honor you. Because they were doing stuff that was shady, and they didn't want to be part of it, and they could not in good conscience look at their boss that was lying, cheating, and stealing. I understand that. That happens. Hello? You go there and say, God, I want a new job. Because in private. God, I want a new job because you know this company, they lie, they're cheating, and they're stealing people, and I do not want to be part of this. I'm trying to be honorable. I heard that sermon from Pastor Chris. I'm trying to live it. Open the door. You do your part, he'll give you a better job. See what I'm saying? We don't talk like this no more. Guys of a gen- you guys that are a generation before, you understand this. Your word meant something. What you did, how you responded. This thing now is off the wall. Nobody honors nothing. Don't honor the government, don't honor anybody, don't have no honor. And these young people, they just letting these kids run rampant and nobody jerk the slack out of them and half the leaders that are talking to them out should be quiet. God's honest truth. Sorry, breed all this nonsense of hate and all this craziness. You should be respectful. And you should be honorable. And you should do it unto the Lord. And if nobody taught you, let me tell you, poverty or shame, let me tell you, my kids will tell you this. They're not a million percent great, but they're doing the best they can. My kids will tell you, daddy's going to say this, poverty and shame will come to him who does not follow instruction. People in a position they're in sometimes because of the instruction they refuse to follow. And I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't grow up in this. Nobody grew up in perfect. Wake up. But somebody along the line was trying to steer you in the right way. It's when you get deaf of hearing and close your ears to wisdom is when you start finding problems in your life. Because your mom and dad maybe didn't do it, but you had a coach, you had a teacher, you had a friend, you had a relative, you had somebody took an interest in you that you could have closed your ear to, but some of you, thank God, decided to. Now, some of you got the pain of regret because you didn't listen, but you learned from it. And everybody in this room learned from disobedience. Thank you and amen. But don't give me, you don't know what I grew up in. That ain't no exemption from the Bible. You don't know what I had to live with. That ain't no exemption from the Bible. You don't know my, you ain't no exemption from the Bible. But this is what everybody around me says. There ain't no exemption from the Bible. It's the Bible. Can't get around it. And they say, well, I'm a Christian. You so, you, you a wishy-washy Christian. I'm not picking on you. I'm not rebuking you. I'm trying to preach the Bible to you. This is not easy. Honor is a posture. It's a culture that's taught. You don't catch this. 
You force yourself to be honorable. I'm telling you, this is how you get there. Say, you, want it, you don't want it bad enough yet. See, when you want it bad enough, you change your opinion. You can care less about your opinion. Say, that's what the Bible said. You ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing. That's the Bible. Because why? How many of you want power over the enemy? Honor gives you power over the enemy. Write that down. Honor gives you power over the enemy. Write that down. Do you see this? What's the benefits of honor? Why am I doing this? You see what I'm saying? You want power over the enemy? Listen, guys, I'm not saying you're being rebellious, but you want rebellions running rampant throughout the earth. Ain't it? Yeah, yeah, the people that are honest are going to say, yeah. Drew, what's God say about it? See, I was telling him this. Here's the thing. Let's look at it like this. This will help you, okay? I told him about the Roman centurion. I'd love to talk about the hidden link of loyalty, but most people, I don't know if I'm going to have time. Okay? God set up a system. Okay? You pulling this in? God's system set. He places you within his system, and then it's your, your, your obedience to find out what God's system is all about. So God put this order system in the house. He put this order system in the earth, and he put the order system in the church. Remember in the Bible they were getting off? He said, no, no, no. He said, you need to do everything in the church decently and orderly. Remember when y'all went to crazy church? You know what I'm saying? Everybody doing nutty stuff. You know what I mean? You don't know what I'm talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Sister so-and-so got a prophecy, and they let her talk, and then somebody gave the mic to Brother, brother Mickey Mouse, and he got something he talking about, and the pastor's over there ain't got no control of nothing. He worried about everybody, making everybody happy, so he didn't get involved, and then they start doing all this cuckoo stuff. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about. A lot of you know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And it's like it gets a little bit woo because nobody wants to be like, hey, I had the one guy coming here the one day. He said, I might get up and give a word. I said, that'll be the last word you ever give. Coming in here, got mad, left all mad. I was like, listen, I'm cool with it, but it has to be decent and in order. I'm in the tongues interpretation. I'm into all of it, but it better be decently and in order. I told you the story last week. I was at Raymond running around. We're running in the building, right? We were running, we dance. Some of you don't even know what I'm talking about. Anyway, we were just doing our thing. And we show up in the building, the administrative building. I put my hand on the door. I went to go pull the door handle, and everything on me lifted. There was nothing there to do nothing. I went to go touch the door handle on the building. I pulled it. I opened it, and I told you this story. I said, what in the world went? I said, there ain't nothing here. It's empty. And that little Norwegian boy, my buddy over there, I forget his name. He said, spirit of prophet, subject unto the prophet. I said, what did he say? He said, the spirit of the prophet, subject unto the prophet. I said, I don't understand what you're saying. You sound Norwegian. Explain this. He said, well, he said, you know what? Ken Hagen doesn't want anybody goofing off in the administrative building. That wouldn't look right to visitors coming around here. I said, you're right. There's everything, there's a time and a place. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So that's why you don't do things. Because, like, you know, you get people coming in, they all want to do it. You all know what I'm talking about. You know, you got the flag ministry, you got dance. Miss G could dance now. She's a good dancer. But she doesn't draw attention to herself when she dances. She brings attention to the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Everything you should do should be in decent in order and bring attention to the Lord, not attention to you. See what I'm saying? And y'all went through that little sister so-and-so got a special. She thought she was on Sunday's best, going to rip it out. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all lie in church and y'all need to repent on the way home. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like we got to do it to give people. No, no, no. You do things because it's decently and orderly. You don't just do it because somebody showed up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all went to that unorderable church. Y'all laugh. He funny, funny. I'm right. You know, I'm telling the truth, right? You know, so brother so-and-so got the job because he brother so-and-so. Now, brother so-and-so ain't getting jack around here, you know what I mean? Because brother so-and-so got to be submitted for a while. One guy one, told me, one time he said, I'm a businessman. 
I can't do that. I said, so a businessman can't vacuum the church? He said, no. I said, well, you ain't going to last around here long. I was a businessman. I was cleaning the church. Doing it an honor to clean the church. I was cleaning the grill and mopping the floor. Thought it was the greatest thing in the world. I would have stood there. I wanted to mow the lawn. God never released me. I did. I said, I'll just mow the lawn here if you let me. We're the first time I was there. And you know what that was about? Because everything you do, do it unto the Lord. That's what God's trying to teach you. Can you be happy with what you're doing, doing it unto the Lord? Man, people think, what's big? I want to do the big stuff. The big stuff's the obedient stuff. Stuff envelopes for crying out loud. Who cares? It's big. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody's going to come in there and give me the big job. Big jobs. Big jobs are more problems. Trust me. Give me the little job. Just do your, do your thing unto the Lord. We don't talk like this. Look at this. Now, you're going to see this now. You've got to pull this in. So, the, like I was telling you, you want power over the enemy? The Roman centurion. I, this morning, I caught something about that guy. The Bible said about Jesus, Jesus said, i never seen faith, no, not even in Israel like this guy. To have authority, first, you have to be submitted to authority. And the enemy knows how submitted you are to God. That's why they're right. he's going to listen to you or not. Yeah, buddy. Here's what they don't get. Now, watch this. Okay. Now, let's just say like a police officer, right? If a police officer has the city backing him up or the state backing him up or the county backing him up, then you got like CIA, they got the government backing him up, right? Got the FBI, they got government backing him up. Guess what? More power is given from the source that gave it, right? So if you and FBI, you're federal. That's a different thing than a city officer. So you got a little bit more pull. Where'd your authority come from? Heaven. God. All of it. He ain't got no problem giving it to you. He gave you his authority, his power. His, he said, here, I give you my name. Take it and use it. He gave you his power. You got the power of God. You got the anointing. You got the power that created the heavens and the earth. God says, go into all the world, preach the gospel. These signs shall follow them that believe. They'll cast out devils, they'll heal the sick, they'll raise the dead. He said, I give you all authority and all power to go into the earth. You know what kind of power you got? You got God's power. You got God's anointing. Well, then what are we doing with it? Now watch this. You ready for this? So Jesus said this. He said, that Roman centurion, you seen him? He said, that Roman centurion said, nobody's got faith like this guy. This guy got faith they never seen before. And what was the story? He just said, Jesus, he said, I understand authority. If I tell somebody go, they go. I tell somebody come, they come. Jesus, he said, can you help me? He said, not only will I help you, I'll come to your house. He said, don't come to my house. Just speak the word. Why just speak the word? Because your word is enough. Why? Because I understand authority. But I got a question for you. He understood authority, but he didn't know nothing about faith. He didn't know nothing about faith because he, he, he didn't even have faith to know his servant could be healed. You ever think of that? He didn't know nothing about faith. Jesus, from the encounter of understanding authority, said, this guy's got faith like nobody ever seen before. You guys don't even have this faith, and you're walking with me. And Billy, I called it. You know what it was? The minute you submit yourself to another, you rise up to the level of who they are and leave the level of who you were. You know why he's got great faith? Because it wasn't his faith. He tapped into the faith of Jesus when he submitted himself to Jesus. You tap into the ability of whoever you submit yourself to. Now, that's good for you because you're submitting to this word. 
You see what I'm saying? Jesus is the word. But if you tell me go, you tell me go to that shop tomorrow at 5 o'clock in the morning and I put you in charge, I'm going to walk in there like I own the joint. I don't know how to do nothing, but I'm going to say, hey, Paul said I'm in charge today, so guess what? Do what you do. And if we got a problem, we'll call him. But guess what? I'm the boss today. He gave me authority. I don't know nothing about fixing a car. I don't even know how to start half of them. Everybody needs a button the other day. I drove, so I said, where's the, how do you start this one? They do with this thing. Press buttons now. Come on, you understand what I'm saying? Pete, you tell me go down to the shop and say, run the show. I don't know how to fix nothing. But he gave me the keys and the code. He said, you the boss today. I go down there and all I got own the place. Pete said, come on, you see what I'm saying? I got the level of authority he has because he gave it to me. I don't know nothing about what I'm doing. Gee, it ain't your power. It's his power. He said, I give you my power. It ain't your power. The power of God he gave you. And now, I'm not going to walk in the power of God because I'm not going to submit to the opinions of God because I'd rather have my own. You better, Craig, get out of that mess. I'm, what God say? I ain't saying nothing. I'm staying in the juice. Why? Because I'm going to need this ability and power for the life I'm living. I'm not getting out of order. What's order look like? We don't talk like this in church. We should. What's order look like in that house? Well, you know, I don't know. No, 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 no. You better figure it out. Find out. It's your responsibility. Husband. Wife. Yeah, I know. I'm going to go here because I'm a pastor. Wife submitting to your husband. I want to submit unto him. You should have never married him then. Well, he's messed up. Well, the Bible said you can win him back. You're the only one that can. Jesus can't even win that joker back. He's hard-headed. He's nuts. But I tell you what. You tell him he can do it, that joker will run into a wall 14 times in a row and bang his head. He won't care. You just tell him, you got to talk to him right. Oh, baby, you so you run so fast. Remember I told you that? Yeah, you care less. He'll bang his head. Ooh, she starts cheering you on. You're like, ooh, you don't care. You do anything. you dumb as a rock, right? You know how we are? We're dumb as a rock, bro. We're like, what'd you say? You like that? Well, praise God. You do it all day long, you goofball. Women, you got to listen to me. Stop going to women's meetings. Go to my meeting. Because women, I'm telling you, listen, I love women's meetings. God bless the women meeting. You know what I'm saying? But this is the truth. They don't, women are sweet about how they tell you stuff. They don't tell you, like, they go, oh, you know. Men will just tell you the way it is. He's dumb as a rock, okay? Because he's got to be one to talk about one. You know what I mean? He's crazy. He's like a little dog. He's like, okay, pet me. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> if you pet him, my God, all you got to do is pet him. If you pet him, this joker don't care about nothing. House ain't house look like God know what. He ain't ain't in a month. You just pet him, he's happy with everything. He, he needs praise. You know what I'm saying? Just praise him a little bit. And guys, you cannot be mean. Don't be demanding. Don't be doing those male chauvinistic like woman's beneath you. She ain't beneath you, but she ain't ahead of you neither. That's the problem with the church. Because you go to get all this jacked up teaching and you think like, well, you know, and don't try to, see, here's the problem that happens. The order gets screwed up. Ladies, I know exactly what you try to do. You try to change him because they all need changing. I'm trying to tell you this. I tell you this a hundred times. When you start listening to me, I'm smarter than I look. Stay with me. You are trying to change him. He ain't going to change. You can talk to him all day long. He will not change for you. Another man can change him, but not a woman. It's not the right order. That's why you got to get him submitted to something. If he don't get submitted to something, he ain't going to grow because he ain't going to listen to you. And all you're going to do is pull your hair out of your pretty head trying to get him to change because he's a knucklehead. He ain't going to listen to nobody. He needs another man. But the greatest thing he'll do is he'll try to run away from men. 
because he doesn't want to be submitted, not because he's rogue, he's just looking for stuff, but some of them are a little rebellious, but we can fix that. So your greatest thing you do is make him go to the men's meeting. He going to fight you tooth and nail about it. He's a big baby anyway, complains about everything, and then cries about all the other stuff. Listen, I know what you're dealing with. I am one. So what you got to do is you got to develop him in the process that he needs to get around other men because other men can correct him and he can receive it, men he respects. He ain't going to want to go, though. You're going to have to force him to go. Buy him the ticket. He might go. He'll probably give it away the first couple of times, but make him. And then after he goes, he'll get around something. He'll catch sooner or later. He'll find wisdom, then he'll start growing. But then watch when he shows up. When he shows up the new him, you're going to have to change. So you know what I'm saying? You better, well, yeah, because you're going to have to change now. Because you can't be talking to him. Two, he, two things in him, a fool and a king. You talk to the fool, the fool will come out all day long. You talk to the king, the king will come out. You paying attention, you taking notes, you're going to eventually wind up with this dude or whatever's going on here. Come on. So you get what I'm saying? So you talk to him wrong, you're going to get the wrong stuff. You talk to him right, the right will come out. You know this stuff. But you see what I'm saying? This is the order. This is the order. Does that make sense? This is the order. You don't keep the order right, it don't work. God ain't stupid. You know why? Because he wants to be first. My God, can we, should, we, should I go to the next point or should I stay here? Go to the next point? Stay here? All the married people say, yeah, all the single people like, I don't want to know. <laughs> Listen, let me, let, me, let me meddle for a minute. Because you know why? You know why? All the married people need a seminar. This is why I should start teaching the men's and women's seminar. Ready? Watch. Because I know what I'm talking about. So God goes, look, I want to be number one. You know why God wants to be number one? That's the way it should have been in the beginning. So now the order's all screwed up because Adam couldn't just stay with God by himself. It wasn't good for him to be alone. He creates Eve. Eve, she's great. You, you're, you're, ladies, you're the Picasso of heaven. Now listen to me, though. God ain't going to let you be his number one priority, though. Because God's supposed to be his number one priority. So guess what God gave man to keep God his number one priority? What he thought he wanted, woman. Well, she's the greatest breaking point you've ever had in your life. Because she's what keeps you closer to God than anything. Because she is dangerous. Why? Because once she gets out of order, see, the problem is this. The once she gets out of order, the whole place goes out of order, and all you got is God. You understand? But God's like, I got to be right in the middle of the good and the bad. I got to be number one. So figure out how this thing's going to work. You either get the order right, and then everybody goes in. The kids go to kids, mom, dad, God. How's that look, right? If it ain't right, guess what it does? It gets out of order, and now you got agony. God will keep you on your knees. You will keep yourself on your knees because you didn't follow the order, and then get into the place of order, you'll stay on your knees. But God's going to be number one. Trust you that. And then you think swapping out the parts is going to make it better. Nope. You didn't like that. That was funny, though. They missed it. They didn't get it. They didn't get it, Jer. They missed it. You think swapping out the parts. I don't care what parts you got. You still got the same people. Wake up. You get a new one. If I get a new one, it'll be better. No, it won't. You still the same you. You got to get it right. It's order. Get the order right everything works. But I don't want to know the order. Well, then good. Live in pain. How's that working out? You're going to live in pain. I'm telling you you are because you're not going to be fulfilled. And then if you don't have God, that's why people drunk and hide the rest of their life. They're hiding from themselves. Can't live within their own skin. Got to stay lit so they don't understand reality. You ever notice something about getting lit? Next day, you're still you. So what good was lit? You're still trapped in yourself. Then they try to destroy themselves. That's why there's people running off or doing these crazy drugs. Because you know, they, they destroy themselves because they don't like the image of God within them. 
So instead of seeing the image of God within them, that's why all this lawless perversion that's going on is just people trying to, pay attention, this is what they're doing. People are trying to destroy the image of God within themselves. So anything they could do to mutilate that image, they'll do it. Because I don't, I don't know who I am and I don't know how to become what I'm supposed to be, so therefore I'll try to destroy what I cannot become. But you could if you submitted yourself, but they'd rather be prideful and not go in the way God said go in. See it? Now, that's important. That's order. If you get the order message, oh, ladies, let me tell you something. He ain't never going to be what you want him to be until you get in order. He can't become it without you. So you think you're smart by, oh, I'm going to tell him what to do and be authoritative. You're messing yourself up. All you can do is get in a fight. Just submit to him and leave him alone. God will fix him. I'm telling you right here now, as long as you keep defending yourself, God can't work on your behalf. I promise you, you bang your head in the wall. I'm telling you, listen to me. And you think, and you know what's good? You say, well, he didn't change. God will keep you so happy, you could care less if he changed. Because you won't even notice him no more. He'll be like, oh, yeah, hi. <laughs> kissy, kissy. He'll be, at, oh, he'll, he'll be freaking out, like, what's wrong with her? Why is she so nice? The Bible says your conversation and communication towards him will turn that dude. You can turn him around. You're the only one that can. You got power over him. You're in trouble, bro. You better take notes. You need to hang out with him. He'll straighten you out. He, he ain't got a clue yet. You got to have to help him. He'll figure it out. All right, look. Okay, where there's no authority, this gets all out of whack. Let, let, let's go here. Watch out. Here, I, we got to go home. Here, take this one last point, though, and go with this thing. Did you, did, was that any good? Okay, so here's what thing. Ask, you, ask yourself these questions. They didn't get this at 9 o'clock. You got to get the bonus. Do I honor the leaders that I'm supposed to honor, or do I pick apart everything they say and do? Write it down. Do I honor the leaders in my life? That's church, home, maybe my home life, right? So let's go. Let's go. All right, let's go. Governmental honor. Am I governmentally honoring what I'm supposed to be honoring? It's very timely, but it's true, right? But, right, am I government, am I honoring, am I honoring my city? Am I, like, you know, yesterday in the city, it was, tra it was tragic, you know? Actually, somebody, uh, it, uh, somebody might even know what's going on. I didn't even know. But I watched the, the, the news, you know what I mean? We just had a shooting in town, and the police officers had to use force. And it was, it was, very, it was a very traumatic moment. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. You pray for, uh, we pray for the police department. You know what I mean? We pray for the fire department. I had the fire truck come here. Brother John was so sweet. Luca was a baby, man. He brought the fire truck here and let the kids go play on it. You know, and they shot water and they did stuff. We came to Miracle Center and we did. And we gave them, we had a barbecue for them. We tried to honor them. Why did we try to honor them? Because we're, no, because we thank God that they protect and serve us. Not everybody's bad, guys. Just because there's a couple of bad apples doesn't mean everybody's bad. We, we, we tried to honor them. I try to I'll be honorable to the city. I try to be honorable to the mayor. I try to be honorable to the commissioners. I mean, I had the one lady, you know, the miracle, they'll tell you, the Miracle Center, the lady was running, and while she was running, she was, a, she was going down to the courthouse trying to cause problems for me and because she thought she was cute, you know, because there was some stuff out of whack, and here I am, she's running for the county seat, right, whatever that thing was in the little county where we are with the Miracle Center giving me a hard time over nothing. She didn't win. You were there. You know, you know, the one over there. Yeah, she didn't win. No, Jerry said that emphatically. She didn't win. She ain't, no way she was going to win. She rose up against the church. But I'm just saying, causing me problems, running around with a clipboard, writing about we got light bulbs out or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it was. And I'm going, are you kidding me? But I still had to be honorable, even though she was crazy. I could say that now. She's not in any kind of seat right now. Now she's like flipping burgers somewhere or something. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. Come on, be nice. Line up. But I still had to be honorable. What kind of example would I be showing you if I just came in here and said anything I wanted to say? 
Pastor Chris, are you? No, well, I'm not going to. You know, I don't care who's, who's in the White House. I'm praying. I don't care who's in Congress. I'm praying. That's it. And that story right there. I don't just, I pray for these guys. That's, that's governmental, okay? How about spiritual? Oh, this is where you all get in trouble. I'm not listening to the guy in the parking lot. Who in the world is he? He's the guy I put there. This is how honor works. I ain't got to listen to these people telling me where I got to sit. Look, man, I'm, I'm just telling you, that's honor. Well, you know, sister, sister so-and-so, she ain't got, no, 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 honor. Am I a person of honor? How about work? I work with these demon-possessed people. Some of you probably do, but guess what? You still got to be honorable. You got to be honorable. Get a new job, I told you, honorable. Church, honorable. House. Oh, that guy, honorable. People of honor put honor first. Why is honor so important? That's what I'm saying. Check it. Do a checkup. Am I being honorable? Am I honoring God? What's it mean? To esteem. Remember what he told Eli and his sons? He said, I had stuff set up for you. You better listen to this. I had stuff set up for you to work for me in the ministry, Eli. You and your boys, the whole house. But you didn't keep an eye on them. So now the plan I had, I got to change because I can't keep you where God put you. Oh, you don't think honor is costing you? Lack of honor is costing you everything. I wrote these things down. You want? You guys are going to get the miracle nuggets because I like you. Okay? No, I'm serious. I didn't give this to anybody. These are going to be my tweets for the week, some of them. You ready for this? Write this down. My God in heaven. This came hot off the press. Lack of public honor is a proof of what you have privately already dismissed. These are, all, these are off my spirit. So if somebody write these down, I'm going to do, I'm going to give them again. These are out of my spirit. They came out of me. I started thinking about it, meditating in it, and God gave me this. Lack of public honor is a proof of what you have privately already dismissed. You've already dismissed it. So just what we hear coming out of your mouth is what you have already given up to. You have already given up in your heart what you're getting ready to speak out of your mouth. Because you don't care. Because already in my heart, it's not even posture to even care anymore. So I'm going to say what I want to say. Lack of public honor to people is what you have privately already given to God. That's deep. I'll explain it. Lack of public honor to people is what you have privately already given to God. You're not honoring God. That's why you don't honor people. This one's, this one's, this one's, let me give you this one. And I'll, I'll, you like this? You want this one? The Holy Spirit is the silent leader within. So people who can't follow the voice of leadership outwardly will hardly ever listen to him internally. The Holy Spirit is the silent leader within. So people who cannot follow the voice of leadership outwardly will hardly ever listen to him internally. Just what Jesus said. I'm just telling you what Jesus, Jesus said. You know what Jesus said? He said, how are you going to tell me you love God who you cannot see, but you can't listen to your brother who's standing right in front of your face? He told me, he said, how are you going to tell me you love people, you love God, but you can't even love the person sitting in front of you? You're telling on yourself. Your place of honor is telling me your relationship with God. This is why you're growing in here. This is why I grow you like this. I don't let you just grow on your own. 
I'm growing you. You're going to go home and meditate a little bit and stuff and say, am I being honorable in this house? Guess what? Once you start changing those little things, you're going to grow like you had never seen before. Watch this. I gave you this other one. You want this other one? I'll add it to the other one. Lack of public honor is a reveal of behavior you've already shown God. Lack of public honor is a revealer of behavior you've already shown God. This goes alongside with lack of public honor to people is what you have probably already given God. Lack of public honor is a revealer of behavior you've already shown God. Public honor. I've always said this here. Public honor gives, gives sight to private access. That's how God works. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to leave you. We're going to go. This series on honor is life-changing if you pull it and add it. Because it's not my job. To, like, this is what I told I was telling Michelle, we were laughing about it. I said, I take this pendulum in 45 minutes and slam it to one side. It's like you come in here and it's like, just hang on. It's like a ride. It's like, shh. And now I'm trusting that God on the way home and this week is going to bring that balance right into the middle. See, I max you out. I take you on this thing because I'm not going to do this if I can't do this. It's ridiculous. Because I'm not, I take it and I, I swing it. And now it's all the way there. And then it'll balance. You'll do like this. I take this thing. It's a lot, man. And uh, it'll hit you. Man, am I really saying things I shouldn't be saying? This is you at home. Is my order in my house, right? Am I honoring kids? Am I honoring my parents? Am I, am I honoring my husband, my wife? By the end of the week, or time, I'll get you right there in the middle. You're going to make adjustments. You're going to make adjustments. The more adjustments you make to lean towards honor, the more reward from heaven you're going to receive. Honor opens the door to God's favor. Write that down. It is the number one key to receiving God's favor. Being honorable. You know, I, I, I put something, man, I hope I could find it. I hope I could find it. I will. I love this. I love this saying. I used it the other week. I'd rather it's about I'd rather be a prisoner. Hang on. I I, I it was so that I'd rather be a prisoner to my my convictions than to be emotionally led. That's how it goes. Just write that down in case I don't find it. I'd rather be a prisoner to my personal convictions. My God, isn't that good? Than to be emotionally led. Isn't that so good? I got it right here. I'm going to find it. I just found it. I would rather live life as a prisoner to principle than a hostage to emotions. I just stole it. I'm not even going to tell you. You already know. I would rather live a life as a prisoner to principle than a hostage to emotions. Man, that's good. I'm going to say this. Most of your failures in life came because of a place of dishonor in a moment. Because you dishonored God's word and everything outside of God's word sin. Just become the person of honor you're supposed to be.
Cultivate it. We don't talk about it. It's culture of honor. Just ask God to develop in you. He will. And you're doing great. And let me tell you something about God. God's long-suffering, guys. He got time to help you grow. It's about, it's, about, it's about moral character and moral principle. You guys did so good. Let me tell you something right here now. I'm so proud of you guys. This stuff is not easy, man. You know what I'm saying? Nobody taught me this stuff. Nobody did. Nobody did. The closest thing we had was probably Keith Moore taught us uh, um, submission and authority. But it wasn't the honor of culture or the culture of honor. No one taught it. Did you know that? No one, I'm, I've been in church 20, I don't know, 94. What the heck's that, 25 years? 25 years I've been doing this. No one taught me about a culture of honor. Not one person. Not one person. I've seen it in guys' lives, but it's not a message you teach. It's a life you live. But here's what I'm saying. Honor. You see it? So I'm teaching, this is the biblical perspective. Now, you go home and study it out. You want to check some of it out, make sure I'm right. But you start reading that Romans. I was, yesterday, we were in a store, for crying out loud, and I, had, I was there, and I was like, look at this, read this. They're like, I didn't even know that was in the Bible. And I was like, yeah, I know, it's there. And we're accountable for it, whether we know it or not. And I'm not trying to say, like, I got the copyright on Revelation. But this is responsibility we're supposed to have as a church. Why don't we teach this instead of teaching all this other nonsense? Now, you guys get the benefit of this because you're here. What's the kids going to look? You start teaching the kids this. No, 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 don't say that. The kids, you come home sometimes, not, the, you know, my teachers are this. My teacher, no, I said, no, be quiet. Your teacher's the authority in that classroom. They'll tell you to this day, if they would come home, I said, no, your teacher's the authority in the classroom. Your teacher might not be the greatest, but guess what? They're doing the best they can, and you probably aren't all angelic all day long, so relax. Just start, what's the kids going to look like when you start teaching that? You know what I mean? No, you know what it is? Oh, yeah, your teacher, you know, you got the, you're, you're not my Johnny. No, your Johnny's a little bit of a troublemaker. Come on. Have, re no, have responsibility, guys. Come on. I was the first one. You pastor church, we used to go to kids' church. I'm like, all right, what, what's up? <laughs> what they do? I don't care. But I didn't live there like in the you know, absence of sanity. I know my, come on. They're good kids, but, you know, they're kids. What did the teacher say? The one teacher, she was cute. She says, I believe half of what they say about me, if you believe half of me, what they say about you. Yes. Teachers were cute, right? She, the one time she said, I believe half, because, you know, the teacher did this. She hit me with a stick. You're like, the teacher didn't hit you with no stick. Come on, you know, some of you got hit with a stick, though. Remember that? Sister Mary used to beat you with a ruler, right? Come on, somebody. Somebody get an amen. All right, let's get out. Come on, stand up on your feet. You done? You pull it in, though? Culture of honor is important. Here's the thing, guys. We're going to be judged for it whether we know it or not. Is that okay? You know what that means? We're accountable. Well, I didn't know the order of it. Guess what? You're still accountable for it. This is why you go to church. You learn. Okay, let me go make those adjustments. So this week, just and maybe, you know what I think we should do? How about this? In your prayer time this week, just ask God, is there some areas I can grow in honor? That's it. Can you do that? Would you try that? That's all I'm asking you to do. My prayer time, your prayer time, or whatever it is you get along with God. God, if there's areas of honor I can grow in, just show me what they are. Once that happens, your life will change. Amen? Come on. Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you. We're people of honor. We walk in honor. We create a culture of honor. We have honor in the church, and we have honor in our life. We thank you, Lord, that we're learning biblically what honor looks like, and we're going to walk in it all the days of our life. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, and everybody said amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, clap. You did great. Don't forget, they leave the bucket in the back. So if you got your bucket, go to the bucket, see your bucket, 
get it in there. We love you guys. God bless you. I'm going to see you soon. Don't forget, Wednesday night is what? Online. Thursday and Friday is in the building. Come on out, Faith Summer. It's going to be awesome. I love you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.